This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's fuck this shit. detailed do you want me to be here um well you know we want to keep this at a tight 45 so maybe just the hits first of all welcome to 2019 everybody wow wow, wow. it's a new year we're back we made it thank you for letting us have a week off i apparently needed it since i have <laughs> i have been in bed for like eight days <laughs> audrey is like a like a tuberculosis ridden victorian heroine right now yeah like for the last week all i've heard from audrey is just oh i'm sick <laughs> i am starring in my own personal like crimson peak style deal where i just wander around in like a nightgown <laughs> like a little ghost in my own home uh i'm really i've been very very ill i am potentially getting better i went to the doctor today and they said it was not the flu which i knew because i got a flu shot so you can still get the flu with the flu shot. I've had it happen. Why are you looking anyway. at me like that? It's happened. <laughs> anyway. Audrey has thought she has had everything from cancer to mono this week. I thought maybe I had mono, but they were not interested in testing me for that today. Uh, the doctor instead told me that I should focus on getting more rest. So All you've been doing is resting. I have not gotten out of bed in over a week, but sure. But I'm fine. Everything's fine. We're good. Here we are. We're back. How, how was your... Um, how was your Christmas? How was your time off from me? Uh, well, first of all, there's no no days off with Audrey as your friend. Uh, That's true. I have to. I Sunk actually, my claws in. <laughs> I actually have to send Audrey like every other thought I have during the entire day. It's like it's like a weird like codependent. I'm Christina's conscience. Yeah, you honestly like it's not that far off. <laughs> I I feel bad for you because the flip side of that is I'm your conscience. That's not good. No, no. Uh, I went home to Texas for a week. Uh, it was it was all right. I only got told a couple times that I seem more distant and sad than usual. So wow, I'm glad that we had extremely similar times with our family. Did your Did your family also tell you that you seem more distant? Yes. I love hearing that. This is the feedback I crave. <laughs> I'm like, next time, just tell me that I look ugly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd rather be told that. 
than the fact that I'm like descending into deeper depression. Thanks. I already know I'm depressed. Oh my god, we're doing we are starting off the year on the exact same foot by just delving into our emotional issues in the first five minutes of the podcast. That's what people listen so... for. <laughs> Do you want to talk Nothing's about hockey? Changed. We're still here. <laughs> Um, I would love to. Did you watch any hockey over the break? Uh, I watched so much. Honestly, not a lot. But that is par for the course in this podcast. Uh, you also, like, were traveling and, like, doing things. Yeah. I was mostly weekly lying in bed and, like, sweating. I think the NHL has maybe the worst TV deal of all time. Because they are never, like, there's never any hockey on, like, cable television. I needed to stream it, but, like, my family is very in- into together time. So I couldn't go and watch hockey alone. You couldn't go act distant in, like, the distance? Yeah, I had to act distant, like, in front of everyone (laughs) by staring at my phone. Oh, man. You know what's funny is that we might have had really shitty, like, Christmas breaks, but you know who also had a really shitty Christmas break? Several hockey people. Our, I feel like our spiritual doppelgangers in the NHL. Extremely true. Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn. You know may have had. You love them. They've been having a really rough ass time. This happened while we were on break. And I remember DMing Audrey just distraught that we weren't recording. <laughs> I was like, we need to do an emergency podcast. It was honestly rude that Jim Lights didn't wait until we were off of sabbatical <laughs> to do this. But you know what? We're, we're still going to talk about it because it's fucking fascinating. So tell me about this press conference that he gave last week. The Dallas Stars have uh, not been doing that great. But the thing is, they also haven't been doing that terrible. They are competing for a wild card position in the playoffs, and that's perfectly respectable. Yeah, but they're like 4-8 and eight over the last 12. So they're, like, they're kind of on the decline. And so basically what happened is this... <laughs> They're, they're, so, it, like, the way the teams work is there's a team CEO, there's a team general manager, and there's a team coach, and they're all different. They're all different people. Sometimes the CEO and the GM can be the same person, but at, at Dallas, it's not. So, the CEO at, um, at, the, at the Stars is named Jim Lights, and he decided to motivate his players. It would be a really good idea to give sound bites like this. They are fucking horseshit. I don't know how else to put it. The team was okay, but Sagan and Ben were terrible. Yeah. And then my personal favorite, so Tyler Sagan has hit the has hit the most posts out of any player in the NHL. <laughs> and he Love said, hitting the posts. He's hitting posts. Wah wah. <laughs> I feel like that probably isn't the only highest statistic that Tyler Sagan has going for him out of the entire NHL. But uh, that is the one that was brought up in this press wah, conference. Wah. And like. <laughs> He, the guy who's interviewing even asks him, like, do you think this is a good idea? And he says, I don't give a fuck. I'm a year-to-year guy, and I'll be damned if a guy who has been as good to me, as good to this franchise, isn't getting results, and those players aren't getting it done. That's actually my favorite quote, is people say you have to be to be really successful in this league if you, if you never give a shit about being invited to players' daughters' weddings, and that's what I think. I don't give a fuck. So <laughs> I a lot kept, of energy in that. Story. I kept reading that quote as if you never gave a shit about fucking players' daughters, because <laughs> I just haven't been able to read this week. That reminds me of what John Tavares said about his own daughter. Yes, <laughs> in his goodbye letter, where he's like, "I love my teammate so much, you can fuck my kid." <laughs> my kid. <laughs> 
thinking about John Tavares's goodbye letter in like for months. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh my god. <laughs> my mind is like a steel trap when it involves fucking daughters. <laughs> so basically, this press conference was buck wild. This is not because that, like, he just happens. no. He just called up reporters and was like, "Here's what you need to know about what I'm about to say. Everything's on the record." And also, he was like, "I've never publicly commented on any player's performance, but with how shitty Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn have been this this year, I have no other choice." Like, buddy, you had a couple other choices. I just feel like there were a couple other routes we could have gone here. That but sure, massively embarrassing for everyone what's wild is that they had really high expectations for the Sagan Ben pairing going into the season and right now they're ranked 57th and 67th in like league scoring overall which is not great however they are the two franchise players players with the longest and most expensive contracts and Tyler Sagan just signed an eight-year deal this past summer it's like an $80 million deal. So, like, you're not getting rid of... If they're leaving, they're going to leave on their own terms. Like, they're going to ask for a trade. Yeah. What is also crazy to me about this choice is that he came out and gave this press conference the night after the Stars played in Nashville and shut out the Preds. So, I mean, like, I guess you get, like, a little positive reinforcement with a little negative <laughs> reinforcement. But, um... I just don't think that this is um, productive. Let's let's return to the fact that Jamie Ben is a cancer. <laughs> well, how did he respond to this? And he gave the most cancer response to this, which was like, you know, they asked him at, like after practice the next day what he thought of Light's comments, and he said something like, I, "You know, I I don't play for him. I don't play for the owners. I don't play for the CEOs. Like I play for the other guys on my team." And I was like, "Gross!" I would have totally said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I play for my boys. Like, yep. <laughs> I was like, "Cancer fucking antics." I don't know what Tyler said. I think he was just like, "Yeah, I saw it. Gotta go." <laughs> I guess, like, where the conversation needs to go now is, like, is is he right? Was Jim Lights right? He's not. He's not right. In my opinion. In my opinion. He's not right. I mean, like, I think he has a point about them underperforming. I think this was completely the wrong way to go about addressing that, particularly because this is not a problem that can be simplified into there's a problem with our, with our two star players. Like, if there's a problem with your two star players... If they're not, if they can't carry the weight of your team, that means that you have serious depth issues that not even two all-stars can begin to address. Yeah, that means there's something wrong with your third and fourth line if you're, if you're blaming your stars. And, like, the fact of the matter is, is, like, the stars have been bad, like, for a while. And the only reason that they've been okay is because of Sagan and and Ben and John Klingberg and like they they have some good they have some good like young talent coming up but they're up, getting old which is great and like exactly like Jamie Ben is 29 Tyler Seggett's I don't know 26 or 27 maybe but like by that point you're getting you you're either hitting like the the peak of your career or you're starting to like look off in the distance and see retirement so I'm not sure that this kind of like severe negative 
reinforcement is what you want to um, do to two establishment players who are also like at that point in their career. Like I can see it being much more effective if you're like coming in and talking to the Canucks <laughs> who are like all 21 years old and like hopped up on Mountain Dew and like and running Fortnite. around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it, it was just wildly unprofessional and it makes everyone, it makes everyone look bad. It makes everybody look bad. So uh, what I'm really interested to see is where this goes from here because the Players Association is going to look into it. I did not know that. Yeah, so they came out with a statement and they said that the, the comments were reckless and insulting. And if players directed such comments towards management, how would those be regarded? Hmm, really makes you think. We live in a society. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, this is not how professionals handle adversity. It's true. It makes him look like a whiny, like, child. It just makes you look immature. And, like, if you're dealing directly with hockey players and you're the one coming off looking immature, um, maybe do some thinking. I, okay, I would give. Probably like five good years of my life to have been in the room with them when they, when that stuff came out. Can you imagine? They asked like Jamie Ben how he found out about it. And and that's when he said like, oh, my phone was going crazy yesterday. It was like it was my birthday. Oh. It was probably like it was the opposite of your birthday, but like, okay. People need to call Jamie more. Listen, he's been going through a time. It's fine. I just don't think that this is the right love language to approach these guys with. No, they, they, they need positive reinforcement. I would love to positively reinforce them. They need words of affirmation. Do you think either of them is going to request a trade? No. I, I just think, think there's so too much. I just think there's too much money tied up in it. And I also think that, like, they've been there for long enough now that, like, that's their... Like, they're establishment players, and that franchise has been good to them, as far as I know. And I mean, like, I just remember when Sagan got traded from the Bruins, it was a whole, like, off-ice issues. He's a wild child. We need to get him out of here. I just think you should only have to go through that, like, once in your career. You know, like, he's Mm -hmm. proven himself to be more than that reputation. Than a pretty face. A weird, sexy weasel face. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I I don't think he would be too thrilled at the prospect of going through a transition like that again so in short tyler second to the leafs when <laughs> tyler second to the coyotes when oh. <laughs> oh no oh audrey i'm so sorry i want to believe i take it back let's go to canada i don't know anything about this Ooh, this is gonna be so- we're gonna do some fun connor mcdavid drama i'm gonna break down some okay some old Petty Connor McDavid drama from like three years ago. Okay, Connor McDavid drama. Those words don't go together. He's a hockey robot. A couple of trades got made over the break, but probably the most interesting one is the ongoing kind of slow burning garbage fire that is the Edmonton Oilers. So they fired their coach earlier this year. Uh, They brought in Ken Hitchcock, who kind of is like notorious for this kind of very old school slow moving coaching style that's very heavy on defense and Christina's favorite grit and being very like throwing your weight around and like being a large presence on the ice right so this past week they brought in Brandon Manning from the Chicago Blackhawks he is quote unquote a puck moving defense <laughs> oh okay He's not. He's not. Like, truly was a healthy scratch for the Blackhawks for, like, the last six games that he was there. Which, if you can't make the roster on this year's Blackhawks, buddy, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I could make the roster if I learned how to skate. 
So they brought in Brandon Manning for Drake Caglia, who was one of their forwards. So they're like, again, bulking up on defense. Sure, whatever. Um, The thing about Brandon Manning is that in 2016, well, I guess this happened in 2015. In 2015, which was Connor McDavid's rookie season, he was 18. Brandon Manning was playing for the Flyers at that point, and he broke Connor McDavid's collarbone. (gasps) On purpose? That's the question. Connor was out. For three months. He missed three months of the season. This is a fucking collarbone. That cost him a chance at winning the Calder Trophy, which is like the rookie trophy, um, because he, you know, didn't play a long enough season. And so that, that's like the only trophy that he'll probably like never win, which is Aww. a bummer. <laughs> so he broke his collarbone. And then about a year later, came out and made some very aggressive comments about like, what Brandon Manning did. So the following year, when Manning and McDavid were like, we're on the ice together again. Oh my God, so dramatic. They exchanged some pleasantries on the ice. They were chirping, as they say. Yeah, but like, I just don't think that Connor McDavid is like the chirping kind of person. I think if he has something to say to you, he has a five paragraph essay laid out and he (laughs) (laughs) he would like to sit you down and just go through point by point. He's a slideshow already. But then, so he actually talked about this said, uh, I did all I could defending him last year in the media. He wanted to say some comments today about what went on last year. I thought it was one of the most classless things I've ever seen on the ice. Oh my god. He said some things. Our guys responded accordingly. And I guess we can kind of put the whole quote, did he do it on purpose thing to rest? Because what he said out there kind of confirmed it. Shows what kind of guy he is that he doesn't step up and fight some of our guys. Wow. That's like the most aggressive comments that Connor McDavid has made maybe ever in his life. This is like him like cussing him out. Yeah. So he basically implied that Brandon Manning broke his collarbone on purpose and admitted to it. And now they are going to play together. So that should be great. So Hitchcock allegedly talked to Connor at some point, like in the last couple of months when they were like discussing maybe previously trading for Brandon Manning um, and apparently got his blessing, like whatever. But uh, yeah, I think that's very interesting. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, do they really need that? No, I think Chicago was desperate to unload Manning. Because it's a bad deal for them. Like, I think they were probably calling around and asking, like, is anybody looking for a defenseman? Please, God, take one from us. Take this one. And I think it just, it's a further testament to kind of the coaching style that's going on in Edmonton right now. And there's a lot to be said for, quote, old school style hockey. But that is clearly not the direction that we are going in right now. This team is just slowing to a crawl. And it's so sad. We got to get Connor McDavid out of there. Well, how, what's his contract like there? Do you know? I think he's still the highest paid player in the league. But he has an eight-year contract with the Oilers. So as Paramore would say... They've got him by the cock. It do be like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's going to be there for a long time. I would like to say again that I I got Connor McDavid confused with Johnny Hockey. Yeah, you thought Connor McDavid and Johnny Gaudreau were the same person for like a couple months, which is fine. Yeah, I'm still not totally convinced that they're not the same person. But I don't know, like to me, like Connor McDavid should be called Johnny Hockey because he's blonde. What does that have anything to do with it? I don't know, cause, because Johnny Football is, like, in football. What does that have to do with being blonde? I don't know! It's always just given to some, like, golden boy, and, like, in my head, golden, like, blonde hair. Anyway. Johnny Manziel was... Yeah. 
Is he blonde? Yeah. No, he's not. Am I just like hallucinating right now? Am I am I on glue? Hold on, we gotta go to a football. No, he had like really short, cropped, like brown hair. Okay, listen, he had just I like don't... had white boy, like brown dishwater hair. I don't know. I don't know where I get these thoughts from. You've been taking too much Benadryl. In 2019, Audrey and I were both independently getting addicted to Benadryl. In 2019, we're gonna start robo tripping again. <laughs> also, while I was on Benadryl uh, this week, we watched the Winter Classic. We did. What was your favorite part? This was your first Winter Classic. Um, well, the, first of all, I would just like to say the whole concept of the Winter Classic, pretty stupid. <laughs> like, play inside. The whole, I mean, and also don't have the Winter Classic in fucking Chicago. It's cold here in January. Everyone looked very cold. Okay, so the Winter Classic is purely nostalgia-based nonsense, where we pretend we live in the illusion that it's still the 1920s, and people play pond hockey, and then grow up and become NHL players. We still are trying to pretend that we live in that world, which is just not a thing. And most players today, like, do not grow up where they are, like, playing outside. But (laughs) every interview at the Winter Classic is like, so does this remind you of, like, your childhood when you, like, used to play outside? And, like, Austin Matthews has to pretend to be like, oh, yeah, it was the best. Like, I love playing outdoor hockey in Scottsdale, Arizona. Like. (laughs) It's not it's not a real thing, um, but it's it's done for the nostalgia of the sport. It's like I don't know what would be like once a once a year flag football in the NFL. No, like we do one professional soccer game like on a real grass field again. Like okay. that's all it is. It's very stupid, but it also like it is very good for bringing people who do not usually watch hockey into watching hockey, aka you're hungover on your couch, like, trying to watch a sport, and you're, like, waiting for the bowl games to start, and you're like, well, I guess this'll do. Um, And then you just watch the Winter Classic by accident. That's actually my dating strategy. I just wait until someone is very, like, vulnerable, and then I come around, and you're like, like, oh, well. Can't avoid me. Here I am. Hey. The Winter Classic this year, uh, the Bruins won. So that was my favorite part, was that the Blackhawks lost. I love the outfit. Yes, we had some very good 30s-inspired little uniforms going on. I really loved how the Bruins wore sort of cosplay <laughs> outfits <laughs> when they arrived. They were, like, all in, like, 30s. I wonder if they liked that. I wonder if, if I wonder if Brad Marchand was like, yes, I look so good. He had a little fedora on. He was he loving it. He looked so cute. Yeah. yeah. They they looked great. Blackhawks, what is there to say about them? Their outfits were really cool. I want to I want to throw back Blackhawks. You got to get one of those Dylan Strom ones. Yeah, those rare before he gets traded to a raccoon. Team. Yeah. They look like shit. The game was fine. From my point of view, it was like a lot of times again, like we were talking about the Winter Classic is rough because of, like, weather conditions or, like, some sort of, like, there's a reason why we do not play professional hockey outside anymore. And it's because, like, the condition of the ice, sometimes it snows, sometimes it rains, sometimes the fucking pucks get too warm or whatever. Yeah, they were talking about that a lot. I didn't know that hockey pucks were frozen. I think they just wanted to make pucks glow in the dark or whatever. Um <laughs> But, like, the weather conditions were apparently, like, very good. And so that, I think, made reflected, was reflected in the style of play. So at least we got to watch, like, some pretty decent hockey, even though it wasn't, like, the most exciting game of all time. Mm-hmm. 
And a fun fact, this podcast is for Blackhawks hate only. Um, (laughs) The Blackhawks have apparently played in more Winter Classics than any other team, and they've lost every single one. Wow. Uh, They have lost four Winter Classics. That's a lot. Stop making them play them. Next year, it's going to be in Dallas. Next year, Christine and I are going to go. Yeah, if we still like each other. I think so 50-50 chance. <laughs> <laughs> who, like, how, how do they decide like who plays Dallas? Well, I was talking about this today with Casey because apparently the ratings from like the top cities who watched the Winter Classic came out today. And like the third or fourth top city, like besides Chicago and Boston and like, I don't know, New York or whatever, was Vegas. Ooh, spicy. So I'm just saying that if Gary Bettman is listening to this. And we know he does. Two things, Gary. First, please shave. Please. You can't be doing the five o'clock shadow like Scruff. You looked like shit on television. He looks like Ted Cruz. It was awful. And I need, we need to address that. The second thing is that they have had such a winning streak with everything Vegas related. I just think that maybe they should play in the Winter Classic next year. And that will make people so mad. Because (laughs) two years ago, they didn't exist. And now they get a Winter Classic. I just think that's the right choice. Please imagine throwback Vegas jerseys. What the fuck are they going to, like, are they going to have sequins on them? No, they're going to wear their Stanley Cup playoffs ones from, like, last year. That's as far back as we can throw it. (laughs) So I thought it was fun. Um, I would like to go to a Winter Classic at some point in my life, but I do think they should be played somewhere warm. Yeah, like, I thought about, like, seeing if I could, like, wrangle off a ticket somehow. No. And then I was like, first of all, I'll have to go to Indiana. Not good. Second of all, it's very cold in Indiana. Also, apparently, halfway through the game, they ran out of food and beer, so. Well, like, the setup for, like, this, they they had it in in Notre Dame's, like, stadium. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you guys know this, but football stadiums are very big. Hockey rinks, very small. Right. And so, like, they would zoom out, and, like, there was just so much white space. Right. Well, they also surrounded the rink with, like, white, white tarp. It looked really Tiling. Weird. Also, I was pretty hungover, and <laughs> that amount of white <laughs> did not make my eyes feel good at all. Love those boys. We should have our own Twitter TV show. We really should. Who do we talk to about that? TSN? I'll move to Canada. I have nothing. My life is nothing. There's nothing tying me here. Audrey and I have, we have no husbands. We have no families. <laughs> I will, will travel. I can fit all my stuff in one suitcase. Speaking of weird games, now that we are, uh, have officially entered January 2019, you know what that means? It's time for the All-Star Game. The roster literally just dropped. Before we start the roster, I would like to talk about one man who is definitely not going to be playing in the All-Star Game. Alex Ovechkin is skipping it, and I say, good for him. He's getting a one-game suspension for it. Yeah, they all like, do that. Yeah. I don't know. I, like, don't fucking ask me. It's the stupidest thing. I, like, this league makes no sense. Why doesn't he want to play? Oh, why doesn't he want to play? Yeah. Um, because, uh, it, basically, if you're not going to the All-Star weekend, it's, like, your bye week, where you get to, like, oh. it's your one week off, basically. So he wants to chill. He wants to, he said that he wants to, yeah, basically take a week off. He said that, quote, at his age, he wants to, like, let his body recuperate and also, like, be able to gear up for the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that's fine. Whatever. People skip, like, people have skipped it before. People will keep skipping it. 
Let's talk about who's playing. Yeah, let's say let's see who's going. The interesting thing will be who is going to captain instead of Obi. The Pacific Division, we've got uh, Captain Connor McDavid, our sweet baby, Elias Pettersson. I'm so happy he made it. Johnny Gaudreau, Marc-Andre Fleury, Brent Burns, Drew Doughty, Eric Carlson. Uh, Nate Mack is captaining the Central Division. Big Mack. I'm so proud of him. And also Patrick Kane is going. <laughs> uh. Uh, Miko Rannan, Mark Shifley, Blake Wheeler, um, Roman Yossi, and Pekka. Honestly, I think the Central Division is the most stacked. I, I mean, I think they're the most consistent, for sure. Then also the Atlantic Division, which... It's pretty good. Honestly, is my favorite. Captain Austin Matthews, uh, they got Kucherov, Jack Eichel, uh, Pasta, Steve Stamkos, John T- I mean, like, yeah, that's an amazing. Yeah. Um, they've got, I think, probably the best group of forwards. And woo, the Metro Division. Oh my! Um, Sebastian Ajo is going to the All-Star Game! Yay! Little baby Yay. Finn! Bars- Matthew Barsal is going, Sidney Crosby, Claude Giroux, Taylor Hall, and then John Carlson and Braden Holtby, and Seth Jones. Wow. Metro Division, though, not looking good. Those are some old boys. That's, it, like, doesn't matter, though, is the thing. It's just, I don't really understand any of the drama or, like, actual rankings, kind of, that come out of. Like, I don't like people who try and pretend that the All-Star game is, like, a real game. You know what I mean? It's not. It's A, a circle jerk for the NHL, and B, it's just, like, supposed to be fun and stupid. So, so it'll be fun and stupid. Yeah. I love watching the skills competition. I think it's really dumb. And uh, I wish that they still did the things where the ma- all the mascots came. Oh my god, Gritty would, would kill. Gritty would truly murder some mascots. He would. That will be fun. It's in San Jose, your favorite city. Ah, gross. But I would go if someone bought us a ticket to go. <laughs> please. <laughs> please, please buy us a ticket. Did you make any New Year's resolutions? Uh, like for myself? I don't have any, like, goals for my my life anymore. I thought we were both going to get hot this year again. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, like, constant. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's just always a goal. And, like, it's not really a goal that can be achieved. I would like to be hotter than I am at all okay. times. Um, I think, uh, real talk, my goals are to meet Audrey. Yeah. That will happen. And uh, that's it. What about you? Um, I would like to not be sick anymore okay and i would like to um i don't really make resolutions because i can't keep them well i also just like i don't know the idea of the it's too stressful (laughs) there are too many areas in my life that need to be improved how can i possibly settle on one it's like whenever you buy a fixer-upper house and then you realize that... This is too many projects. Yeah, like, oh, the floors are rusted out, but there's some really nice stained glass windows, so you think you can make it work. Right, and then you accidentally break those stained glass windows while you're, like, trying to take a ladder down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. And we're just gonna get condemned. Do you have any teams that you would make New Year's resolutions for? I do, Audrey. How interesting of you to ask me that. Like we didn't plan this before. So I have a couple. I I challenge the Philadelphia Flyers to complete their Carter Hart escort mission to the end of the season. God, that's a lofty, that's a lofty resolution. He's doing so good. I'm so proud of him. We're all proud that he's lived this long. Yeah, they haven't sacrificed him to gritty. Just keep him breathing. That's all we want. Also, um, I challenge the senators to just try using Lyft this this part of the season. No more Uber. Don't do that anymore. First of all, ethical consumption. Like, that's, you know, it's important. 
Well, also, I think, like, their team was literally, like, had a sponsorship deal with Uber. So, like, they were advertising at their stadium. So I think they technically maybe had to use Uber. I challenge literally every tanking team to get a puppy. The Sens just got one. The Blues have one. Somebody else has one. Oh, the Rangers have one and, like, they're doing okay. So I think it's, like, a, I think it's a good strategy. The Rangers were the first team to get a puppy. What, What flavor puppy did they get? They got a yellow. They all get fucking yellow labs. Get a different dog. Get a weird dog. Well, they get them because they want them. They eventually become like seeing eye dogs or cop dogs or something. Uh, <laughs> cop dogs. They like take them for a year and then they're brought into, you know, training programs. Um, I think the coyote should get a dog. Maybe the coyote should get a literal coyote. That'd be cool. I don't, mm, a coyote that becomes a police officer. The oilers, you gotta get a puppy. No, they should get kittens. One team should get kittens. The Oilers should get one kitten per player. And they just all get a kitten. <laughs> yeah, it makes me sad that, like, because most hockey players are stupid, none of them, like, have cats. Nassim Kadri has a cat. Oh, really? He has an Instagram for it. Wow, this yep. is really important knowledge. <laughs> He's probably the only one who has a cat. I know that there are probably more players who have cats, but I, I do know that he has a cat Instagram, which is rare. Let's see, who else? Tampa Bay Lightning... I would challenge to be more interesting to me personally, so I can care about I challenge about myself you. to learn, <laughs> learn a, a name of one of their players. Yeah, I mean, because they're probably going to win the Stanley Cup, so I would like to... Thank you for admitting that. I, I, That's a big step for you. The first stage is acceptance. You know? <laughs> I challenge the Chicago Blackhawks to not be the worst team. They gotta just stop. Maybe just sit the rest of the season out. Is ta- yeah, can you tank in the NHL? Is that, like, a thing you can do? Yes. Okay. To get higher draft picks. Yeah, and that's like a that's a thing that fans will accept. No, absolutely <laughs> <Okay>. not. <laughs> Probably not in Chicago either. You can't you can't tank here. I would like to challenge um, the entire roster of the Vancouver Canucks to be my friend. I would like to challenge the entire roster of the Columbus Blue Jackets to be my boyfriend. Boone Jenner, please call me. <laughs> I do want you to know that he's missing a lot of teeth. Even he wears he wears the fake ones, but I do want you to know that he's missing a lot of uh, teeth. Pop him out. And go <laughs> wow. All right. Do not include this. Doing some light editing. On this <laughs> segment. Oh man. Oh, uh, the Anaheim Ducks. I I challenged myself this year to watch the Anaheim Ducks play one game. They only play at, like, 11 p.m. I'll do it for John Gibson. I don't care. Play on a Friday night. Just just have a good schedule so I, I will watch one game. Yeah, like, before the season's out, we want to have seen every team play at least one game. and It's not looking likely <laughs> at this point. We have a lot of season left. We yeah, just have to true. stop letting people vote yeah. on what we watch. In 2019, we're getting rid of democracy. Should we take some calls? Take a call. Hi, bunnies. Uh, uh, it's New Year's Eve, and I'm drinking Prosecco alone and watching the Lightning game. And it is my fervent belief that uh, Andre Vasilevsky kind of looks like if PewDiePie was a snack. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> you know, okay, like, my prob- uh, problematic, like, thing is that, that PewDiePie guy, he's not bad looking. He's, like, kind of cute. Uh, he's definitely And this guy is handsome. not Andre Vasilevsky they do look like they could be related. Like but I would Andre Vasilevsky is not attractive. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily call him a snack. 
Maybe this is someone who, like, dudes think is hot. He's incredibly talented. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I just, like, I feel really weird going on the record saying that, like, the racist gamer is hotter than this hockey player. But, like, I have to speak my truth. Sorry. You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And Andre Vasilevsky, you have now, Christina, learned the name of one player on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh my god. Which was one of our podcast resolutions for the new year. Check that shit off the list. Andre Vasectomy. I'm so... I'm so glad. Looks at smudge handwriting on hand. <laughs> I swear to God, this year we are going to get on board with the lightning. Uh, thanks again for listening to another episode of Puck Money's. Um, as usual, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, um, on iTunes. And if you listen on iTunes, please leave us a nice review and also subscribe to it. We're on Stitcher. We're on social, we're on social media platforms. Yeah. You can follow us on Instagram. Uh, Audrey posts on there. Sometimes I'm allowed to. Sometimes I let Christina back in. Sometimes Audrey lets me out of my little room at night. Uh, (laughs) So thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. And happy new year and glad to be back with all the babies whom I love. Okay. Bye, Audrey. Bye, Christina. (laughs) The Aaron's AA team makes getting the name brand furniture, electronics, and appliances you need easy and affordable. We're talking top brands like HP, Samsung, GE, Beautyrest, and so many more. Take them home today, then make low monthly payments until they're yours for good. Aaron's great rent-to-own deals even come with easy approvals and free delivery. That's Aaron's. The rent-to-own power of the AA team.